Hey, hey, hey. Happy Friday. Damon D here. Welcome to the Under Review Show. We got a pretty big uh, we got a pretty big weekend ahead of us here. Let me have a little sip of this uh, delicious Java here. Mm. Oh, that's wonderful. That's going to get me going through the day. I'm just so excited. This is the Under Review Show, of course. You know, being Damon D, uh, I'd like to introduce myself and also introduce our sponsors. Um, I am your betting um, compatriot. I am here to bring you odds, lines, games, and whatnot um, every single week, nonstop, pandemic or not, lockdown or not. I got you covered. It's brought to you by our sponsor, uh, BetOnline, betonline.ag. Uh, that's where we get all of our odds, and uh, we get a lot of our insight. Obviously, I bring you some amazing insight, but they... Uh, they they get the inside uh, word. They don't know where the money's going. They know what lines feel good and don't. And then they try um, quite successfully to relay that information to us as much as possible. And that's why the Under Review Show is the greatest betting podcast probably ever. Uh, this week we're going to talk a few things. Um, we're going to talk uh, right out the gates here about uh, McGregor Poirier that's coming up. Uh, some cool things going on. And then we're going to talk about the conference championship football matches that are happening this weekend. Um, of course, you can head to Bet Online. Um, that's where we get our odds from. You can also place all these bets there online. Super easy. Uh, the mobile interface is freaking awesome. It's super easy to do. They do uh, live betting too, live online betting, which is unreal. Uh, during games, during fights. Um, it's really cool actually watching a point spread uh, uh, fluctuate. During a game, you know, team goes up and it changes, and you can bet some money on that. There's max bets for it, you know, you can't bet the house on it, but uh, it's pretty interesting to see. Um, and they have a bunch of like programs and contests and all this crap going on. Um, in particular, this is really cool when they've been giving away a pair of signed gloves, uh, UFC gloves, like every day for the last week or so, and uh, they're gonna give away uh, a couple copies of UFC for the game and a PS5 in to commemorate the uh, the McGregor fight that's going on this weekend. And um, um, all you got to do is place a bet at BetOnline and then just tweet at them a screenshot of your bet. You just place your bet, tweet the screenshot at your bet, boom. Um, you're entered automatically to win everything. And they, once again, the gloves are going every single day. Uh, or the, sorry, the games are going every single day. There's five gloves. Sorry, I had it mixed up. Five gloves. And then, uh, of course, the PS5. Which is super wicked, um, yeah. So it's great to see. Uh, and, uh, and all you got to do is tweet at them. Just make sure you're following all their social uh, accounts. Um, let's jump into it. Let's. We just got to talk, you know, about uh, about this this card. Um, obviously, Conor McGregor is the favorite, fighting Poirier for a second time here. Um, this is McGregor. McGregor's had a layoff, but a year. This is. I'm going to preface this whole analysis, by the way, with uh, with the fact that ring rust is such a big deal. It's a real, real thing. It exists, um, and I don't want to take anything away from that, especially in, uh, in in mixed martial arts. Mixed martial arts tends to be quite significant with it. Like some guys, it just doesn't affect at all, and that's any sport, any whatever. But then, like when it happens, you just see guys who are away just just make a difference. I think it just it needs to be noted. Um, that there's a big there's a big opportunity there for to to recognize the guys being dormant, especially in a, in a sport like mixed martial arts. There's so much going on. 
McGregor, of course, has been, um, you know, gallivanting and retiring and then unretiring and then just being that guy, being being Connor basically um, for the last year. It's been hard to fight anyway, but um, we all know what's going on. And Poirier is just a bit of a gym rat, just been doing his thing um, um, the whole time. So, I mean, the what I think we really need to consider here is that let's look at the beginning. The first fight between these guys, it was victory by um, by Conor McGregor. Um, you know, and this was for for Conor McGregor. Um, you know that that victory and the timeliness. It was a while ago, but you know the timeliness of the victory um, of um, of that victory against Poirier, because you, you got to remember, like you know, Conor McGregor was. Um, like he only had a couple losses, like early, early, early in his career, right? And uh, um, and he was he was fighting in like cage warriors and stuff, right? And he'd only had a couple losses, so he was like when he came into the UFC, um, I think he was like thirteen and two or twelve and twelve and two. Like he only had those two early losses, but he basically had strung off like a significant amount of wins to get in there. All right, then he goes in as like you know on fight night, like prelim stuff. I think he's like first. UFC was like a, I don't even know what it was. It was, it was, um, um, it wasn't even, I, I can't remember. I think it was like a, a, one of the, the, the fuel TV ones or whatever. Anyways, um, but that's how they start you off, right? And then, and then you like, you make your way onto a UFC card. And it was his first UFC card, 178, I believe 100 UFCs ago. That's crazy. Um, that he jumped in against, uh, against Poirier. Um, knocked him out in the first round, got fight of the night, like on a real pay-per-view card, you know, pretty legit. But that kind of started, you know, the the thing. Because the next fight after that, after he did that, he gets a fight night, you know, right after that. This is so it was a significant moment. I think it's a significant fighter and a significant guy that like really took McGregor to like, holy crap, this guy's legitimately an uh, uh, an absolute killer, you know. Um and then that's when, like, I mean, he was he was three fights off of winning a championship and unifying it, or getting an interim championship and getting a championship. So, uh, th- I think I think that's just it doesn't weigh heavy on it, but it's like it's that was such a significant thing, and it was so long ago too, right? It's hundred UFCs ago, five six years ago, seven years ago, seven. You know what I mean? So it's like it started it, and this is a really interesting uh, position for him to be in to sort of be like coming back. Um, into the octagon now like actually trying to like go and get belts and unify thing or not unify but like get the belt and maybe hold a couple of them in some weight classes again so um you got ring rust and then you got the significance of it i mean if anybody's put a lot of pressure on themselves it definitely is conor mcgregor here okay conor mcgregor's put like a ton um he's kind of got everything to lose here he's beat the guy before He's, he, he talks a big game and he's coming back. He doesn't really have any excuses here. There's a lot of pressure. That being said, do I think he beats Poirier? I think he absolutely does. <laughs> I think he, I mean, maybe he doesn't, he doesn't crush uh, Poirier, but I think he, 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 he definitely knocks him out. Um, I think that he just does what Conor McGregor does. Um, by the way, you want to talk about win strings and for Poirier, um, I mean, his last loss was to Khabib. Um, got choked out, lasted almost the entire fight, <laughs> three and a half rounds. Um, 
I guess not the end of it. I guess I guess he he made it over halfway through, um, but got choked out. Um, you know, so that's I mean, that's, yeah, it's not saying much against the guy. Other than that, the guy hasn't hasn't lost since I think he's lost only one other time, um, apart from the Conor McGregor loss in seven years. Uh, by the way, last year let's let's count. That's that's like a soft seven. It's like a six. It's really a six because of the last year being so weird. Um, yeah, you know, he said, yeah, phenomenal fighter. Um, I feel though, edge goes to Mayweather, and I think the, or Mayweather uh, McGregor, and I think the uh, I think the odds reflect that. If you can get McGregor in the minus three hundred range, you're not going to make a ton of money off it, but you're definitely not not going to make money off of it. Um, not an easy bet, but I. I Apart from like McGregor gassing, and I don't know if he's going to do that, although he's been shown to do that before. Um, I see uh, technical on the feet. He's going to outbox him. Um, outbox him. It's going to be pretty tight. I don't think it goes the distance. You can also bet online, uh, bet on bet online whether it goes the distance or not. But uh, there's my pick for UFC 257. Go do that contest. Wanted to get through that because we got to talk a bit of football, um, and we got a couple of games coming up on Sunday. Early game. Holy moly, uh, Roger Goodell is just having like a, a little party in his pants there at, uh, what, what does he get? He gets, he gets, he gets his most hated franchise loses their marquee guy. The most hated guy, by the way, I think Goodell hates, hates Brady, but he's good for business. And then takes Tampa Bay on the road. Like he gets a breeze Brady matchup. This is crazy, right? Um, he gets Breeze and Brady going at it. These guys are going to be going toe to toe all season on who owns the like on the on the touchdown record, which has been awesome for for anybody who gives a crap about football. You know, Breeze is talking about retiring, but you get you get the 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 old man, um, <laughs> the old man freaking. Brady against Breeze, two of the greatest of all time. We were like still fighting it out for like the final records that they can just set, like the only things that are left. Um, by the way, gets gets Brady and the Bucks for three games. This will be the third game because they had to go through Washington. Remember, everyone forgets about that. Then um, <laughs> Brady goes on the road, beats Washington. <laughs> Right, because Washington won the uh, won the division. Remember that. That's the craziest thing. And they go on the road and beat the Saints, and then they got to go on the road again. He's got to beat the. Uh, he's got to take on Aaron Rodgers, MVP. By the way, he's going to be MVP of the of the league on the road, and they so he gets Breeze Brady, and then now he gets Rodgers Brady, all in the same same year. Um, and it's a tight it's a tight line. Everywhere you look, it's about three three and a half points for the Packers at home. Um, I think they're going to put a few more people into Lambeau. I think it's going to be a bit of a factor. The, Tom Brady doesn't give a crap about the cold, but the Tampa Bay Buccaneers certainly give a crap about the cold. Uh, by the way, the Buccaneers have uh, uh, shown flashes of brilliance. This is what you want out of a rebuilding team in their first year. The expectations not go win the Super Bowl, but show me flashes of brilliance, and then on our three-year window that we get, maybe we can do some damage here. So I think they've already overachieved and just... You know, beating the Saints, which uh, which I, I didn't know. I didn't think that, uh, that the Saints defense I thought was going to stand up more than the Bucks defense. Bucks D came up, um, came up big time. 
to do that. Um, but you got a Buccaneers defense going against the MVP at home, the third playoff road game in a row. Uh, this is a lot. In the cold, it's going to be cold. You're from Tampa Bay. I'm not worried about Brady here at all. I, I have no... I have no Brady issues whatsoever with, with, with this stuff. What I do have, um, what I do have issues with is, uh, their ability to slow down Aaron Rodgers. Um, I don't know if they're going to step up the way that they do two weeks in a row. I expect them to go two weeks in a row against marquee guys. By the way, Breeze has kind of done this in the playoffs a lot in his career. I don't, I hate to knock on Breeze and people get really, Really personal. It's really personal for them. But um, if you look at his playoff record, he's not like I wouldn't say he's like the clutch guy. You know, um, I don't think anyone says that though. So it's not like I'm I'm uh, splitting hairs here. But to expect a guy to go a, a team a defense to go in and double down two in a row against two of the greatest of all time on the road two weeks in a row that's a bit crazy. I think the line should be way more than three. Or four, wherever you get it. Should be way more than that. Um, um, and I think uh I just don't know. I just don't know if you stop Aaron Rodgers the way that they rolled, especially last week how they rolled too. Right? Like what they did to the Rams was just sad. The Rams kinda of sucked, but they, it was sad. Now the only caveat here is that the the Packers really haven't played anybody all season long. And when I say they haven't played everybody, like that sounds like hyperbole. Um this is this is the only thing that's 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 stopping my bet, that's holding me off here. That's keeping me like thinking. That's like preventing like me putting my car up with the Packers here. Is that let's like sure you know in the division round they beat the Rams, but I mean it's like the Rams had a quarterback had one arm. They they were they weren't great all season. You know you don't look at the Rams. Rams had a big win in the wild card to get there, but like. You don't just say this is this is a juggernaut of a team. You really don't. Who else did they beat? Beat the Packers, beat the Titans, which is a good win. So I'll give them that. Week sixteen, week sixteen win against the Titans. All right, but who else? Who else did the Packers really beat? Well, before that, beat the Panthers. They beat the Lions. They beat the Eagles. Beat the Bears again. Lost to the Colts. Barely, but they lost to the Colts. That's not saying a lot. Barely beat the Jags, beat up on a, on a gnarly 49ers team, lost to the Vikings, beat the Texans, got crushed by the Bucks early in the season, beat the Falcons. Now, the game against the Saints early in the season, um, pretty good, but I mean, it was a long time ago. And they beat the Vikings and the Lions once again earlier in the season. But do you go through this list and you go, Wait a second! You're thirteen and three, but you, what are you? What is this here? Um, you know what I'm. You know what I'm getting at here. They really have not faced stiff, stiff competition this season. They really haven't. Now, the Bucks, for their their point, have been up and down, right? But they got they got crushed by the uh, by the Saints twice. Absolutely crushed. They hung on against the Chiefs. Right? They lost to the Chiefs, the Bucks, but they 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 it was a close game. Closer than it than it than it seemed. Like they, they could have been in there. Um, there's a loss to the Rams, though the Buccaneers. The, the difference, though, I'm making, I think overall, is because the Buccaneers have, like I said earlier, they've showed those flashes of brilliance where you're just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, 
and then and then and then they've got this absolute the medal of coming in as a wild card team on the road and twice this is their third time this is battle hardened they got some good experience there right if anything you can say about Aaron Rodgers does he motivate like the Tom Brady motivates people talk about playing for Tom Brady is like the greatest thing ever Right, they don't sleep at night when they know they have to do practice with him the next day. When they've got one on ones, when they when it's the tight end walkthroughs with Tom Brady, guys are just like, it is the most important thing that they've ever done. You know, and no matter how old they are, either even if you're a KG vet, you get up for it. You get up for it. It's like when Jordan was on the court. If you're Steve Kerr, you're just like I'm invincible because I have this man with me. Um. That's the only thing that's stopping me from going uh, banana rama um, on the Green Bay Packers. Uh, it's it's can that can that Buccaneers defense really just just hold Rodgers at home? And uh, I don't know if they can. I don't think they can. They're gonna have to have a pretty good game out of Tom Brady and a decent game out of the defense there, which is good. Defense wins championships though. Might help them because it's in the cold, right? Might actually be a, a, a blessing there. Who knows? Um, but that's that's what I'm saying. I'm, my my pick's still off, but um, you get where my head's at here. And then uh, and then of course there is the afternoon game. Um, that's going to be Chiefs Bills. Now this is what I've been saying all season long. This is what it feels like to me. This is just like water cooler in the elevator. If we were allowed to go in elevators with people, what I would say, hey Damon, what are you thinking about football this year? I'd be like, ah, it feels like the AFC all sucks collectively. They're just all terrible, except for the Kansas City Chiefs. And then the NFC is super competitive. Uh, but I don't know if any of those teams are great or, or collectively great. You know, it just feels like the Chiefs are heads and tails, the best team in football. They're just the best. They're, they're, they're yeah, the Chiefs are just incredible on every level. Um, yeah, the Bills have, uh, have, have, have really, really come on. They're, they're a young, scrappy team, They've got a great quarterback. Uh, but you got the guys who've been it before. You got when you take it down the champs, you know what I mean. When you when you taking out the act the, the the champions and the guys that have been there before at home, these this they know where they're. You know what I mean. They know what they're doing. It's really really hard. It's, it's not enough to climb the mountain and hang with them there, but knocking them off the mountain, it's tough to do. Tons of experience. Andy Reid now has gotten over the hump. He is just booming with confidence. Patrick Mahomes is not scared of nobody. Um, and, uh, yeah, you got a young upstart quarterback, uh, in Buffalo, but you got a, you got a, a really, really good KC team. I, here's the thing. The three point line is crazy. Um, Chiefs just, Chiefs are just too good. They're just the best team. I think it'll be close, but I think the Chiefs, the Chiefs are just the best team in football. I think they just run right through. I don't care who comes up the NFC. I really don't. I've said this for a couple weeks. I don't think it matters. I mean, if the Bills manage to pull it off and go against any NFC team, oh, I think we got ourselves a Super Bowl. But I don't know if the Chiefs, I don't think anybody is, is even close to as good as the Chiefs have been this year. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's my bottom line right there. So, there's your Super Bowl right there. Probably Packers, Packers Chiefs doesn't matter, though. Packers Chiefs, it don't matter. Um, we're going to have a lot to talk about, though, for next week because when the Super Bowl does stop, um, the, the people at BetOnline go prop crazy. They literally do. They go actually insane. They go bananas with the props. And we're going to have a props prop extravaganza episode coming out on Wednesday. And we're just going to run through every conceivable prop that you can uh, you can hit up. 
um, at Bet Online. Of course, um, you can find us um, on Spotify. You can find us at um, underreviewshow.com. You can find us uh, all over the internet. Just uh, just go look for us. I'm Damon D. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, enjoy the fights, conference championship weekend. Adios, muchachos. Thank you.